You're listening to the Everyday Astrology Podcast. I'm Hilary Scott, your astrologer, and I'm here to bring you the current planetary conditions. So, welcome to the new year. It is the astrological new year on March 20th, 2023, when the sun moves into Aries. And it is a very powerful time of creation. It is when the the moon and the sun are in equal portions. So the day and the night are exactly the same all over the world. On the whole earth plane, they're exactly the same. So it is the coming together of the masculine and feminine in balance that creates like new life and new situations. And not only that, is it's a very powerful time to do anything new because the sun has gone into Aries. That's the, the this PowerPoint. It's the first impulse of the whole new year. And also because Saturn has just switched signs after the long last two and a half years of it being in Aquarius, Saturn has moved into Pisces. Very different energy, like very, very different energy. And that happened on March 7th. So check back and see if you had any realizations or shifts. I mean, this is a long process and it just entered, but it is palpably different. The energy of Saturn is very much structure and discipline and doing things that like getting the payoff later, even though it's really hard work now. So it's it'll be interesting to see how it moves through Pisces because cause Pisces is like discipline is not its favorite thing or any sort of structure even for that matter. So it's swimming in new territory. The frequencies aren't really a match for each other. So it could be interesting. It could give a lot of structure and bones to unstructured things or ideas or dreams or little bits of inspiration that you've had that you haven't been able to like make into something tangible and real. Saturn can come through here and really like help us give bones to something and make a foundation that we need for our spiritual, creative, like go with the flow selves, our artist selves, our connected to the cosmos selves. So that's super interesting. Another interesting thing that's going on right now is that it's the new moon. So we've got the equinox happening on the 20th. On the 21st, we have a new moon in Aries. So the sun and the moon will be conjoined in Aries. So that's when you're going to get your real push forward this like it's like the thrust of the seedling through the dirt out to the sun there's this like impulse to grow and depending on of course where you are on the earth it's a a very big growing time like that everything is fast moving and with Aries energy there is no well should I or shouldn't I there's very little like back and forth in the Aries psyche if they decide to do something they do something when when aries it's the first sign of the zodiac or like the toddler energy where it's just like i'm going and and you can come or you don't have to come or whatever like i'm i'm moving forward and it there without understanding what the consequences are or even where i'm going or what the plan is i'm still going to go forward and that can be terrifying especially if part of your personality is much more grounded and practical and and like wants all the answers 
maybe Virgo or, or even Libra, areas opposite, back and forth. What, what should we do? Maybe this, maybe that. Or maybe we won't make any decision at all. <laughs> we'll just walk along on the fence here. Aries is not a fence sitter. It really does need to make a decision. So that's good for us right now. It's an exciting thrust forward. The last three months have been really very much a wrapping up of the year. So whatever went down for you in 2022, there might have been a big review going on the last little while. Even like right now, you could be experiencing it because we're at the very last degrees of this Piscean energy, which can be very final feeling. It can be, there can be grief that comes up for you depending on, you know, what happened in 2022, what, what you had to process, what what new things occurred, what things, maybe things, it's also a time of like letting go and saying goodbye and releasing and changing the storyline completely. So if you've been feeling sensitive and fuzzy and confused, that's very Piscean, also very um, overwhelmed, sleepy, all that is is kind of what we're under, the influences that we've been under. But now this huge stellium in Aries is like going to wake us up, fingers crossed. I'm sure it will. I'm just feeling a little, it's been an exhausting 2022. So I'm excited to have this new energy. And also this week, I mean, March really is something like, holy Moses, it's going to be like life before March, 2023 and life after March, 2023, like things it's, I think it's even difficult to articulate or wrap our minds around what the actual possibilities are with all this new energy. Like it's really possibly unimaginable, like beyond what we can even fathom is, is coming into play very quickly. And, you know, if you have a look at the last three years or so since 2020, there's definitely been shit go down that you couldn't fathom then either. So it's like that, but I think, I feel like there is a more hopeful, Pluto will be moving out of Capricorn and into, on the 23rd and into Aquarius. And this is really just such a hugely different energy. It really is. So Pluto, as it transversed through Capricorn since 2008, you definitely look in the area of your chart where Capricorn is and you'll see the sort of like massive metamorphosis that went down for any Capricorn or even anybody that's got it squaring to Capricorn like an Aries or a Libra or a Cancer is its opposite. We've all gone through this like deep, difficult purging, essentially, getting into the clarity of what it is that's for our greater good and what it is that really just like bogs us down. So depending on where you are in your chart, right, Pluto... Pluto has it so that we sacrifice what is no longer working so that we can birth something new and wonderful that will work. And through that process of letting go and moving on, we rise from the ashes and we gain strength and power and certainty. So it's it's a very powerful process, but it went from 2008 until this week, basically. So have a look over the last part of your chart. Where do you have Capricorn in your chart? What's gone down for you since 2008? What has changed? Who are you? Who isn't with you now that was with you when that started? And how is your life better because they're not there anymore? That's often what will happen where you'll be like, oh, I didn't even realize that that was uh, a difficult situation. Even especially 
when we're tied into family, especially being Capricorn, we can be tied into like legacy and family and hereditary or heredity. Like this is what we've always done and this is what we will always do. And the way Pluto marched through with Saturn and Jupiter through this whole pandemic, it's been incredibly just sort of distorting. The powers that be had the power with these combinations of energy, because there's always the good and the bad of each energy to really like take a take a hold of the power and push an agenda. So I think now though that this is all broken up and Saturn is moving into Pisces and Pluto will be moving out of powerful kind of governmental Capricorn into Aquarius, which is for the people. It's the grassroots from the bottom up, like let's build a community, let's work together, let's be balanced and fair and just is, is the energy. But it's also ruled by Uranus, Aquarius. So there's this like wild card, also very progressive, avant-garde, cutting edge, what just the stuff is being created, like the AI that's happening in the world right now. And all of that stuff is happening exponentially fast. And when it goes into, Pluto moves into Aquarius, I don't even know that we could, it's going to transform everything and it's going to get rid of what wasn't working in that realm. But I really think the thing about Aquarius and being ruled by Uranus is that it's an unexpected energy and you have to respect the unexpected. At the same time, it's so unexpected that you can't even often articulate what it might have been. It's even rare that you saw it coming. You'll be like, whoa, I, I had no idea that this was going to happen. I, I, I didn't see it coming. So just you know, bear in mind, there's that wild card energy with Pluto going into Aquarius. Have a look in your chart for where that might be, because it'll help you get an idea of where this major transformation will be. And Pluto really, it's not afraid of, of you know, digging up the bodies and, and going through an excavation and doing an autopsy, like wants to know what happened and what's going on, what what the deep, dark depths of things are. So that kind of being an Aquarius, it'll just be so interesting how how things will change. I don't even know. I, I imagine it'll have to do with technology. Even astrology is ruled by Aquarius. All the all the sort of cutting edge, fast moving, futuristic things are ruled under Aquarius. At the same time, so is community and grassroots movements, and you know, being for the people. It's it's we the people, and not like being told what to do and how to do it. And also Aquarius hates to be told what to do. It's not a, an energy that can be like cornered and, you know, told to repeat a repetitive task and that it'll be okay with that. It's a very freedom seeking, very rebellious energy because it wants to break out of Saturn's like structure and saying, oh no, it has to be done this way. And Aquarius will come along and be like, oh no, we can do it this way or this way or that way, <laughs> whatever way. There's no, there's no judgment. You be you, I'll be me and we'll do it how we need to do it. And we can appreciate that about each other. So it's very different energy that we're coming into play with right now. So much is, is really, this is a really, really huge month. So the new moon is the 21st. We do have the moon coming into contact right after with, which is really lovely with Jupiter. And that gives us like um, a buoyant, lucky 
charge. Like Aries is so brave and it's so it fights for the underdog and it it, it can be like sort of self-involved and selfish in, in its movements through the world. So try and watch yourself. You might feel a little more like kind of like F all y'all. I'm going my own way. You need to kind of like refine it a little so that that you're not stepping on toes or hurting feelings. I mean, of course, unless those toads toes need to be stepped on and feelings you know need to be disregarded you never know right there might be a you stepping into power might require this sort of bravery that you didn't know you had but because of the Aries energy you, you really are like it is such a brave time and we also have this week Mars moving into Cancer so that's going to be so interesting we've also had Mars like for the last seven months and you might have noticed that there's been a lot of going over things or like maybe even redoing parts of your life that that you needed to get done in sort of maybe the Gemini area or how you think or your mind. And Mars backtracking through Gemini, like it's seven months is a long time. It's usually two, two months that Mars moves through a sign. So check and see what's gone down for you for the last seven months and know that now it's jumping into Cancer. Does it anything jump into Cancer? I think it's more like I'm going to like tiptoe over here and hope everything's going to be okay. Mars is not overly comfortable in Cancer energy because it's more forthright and Cancer can be very sort of um, like it, it's like a crab. It goes to the side and to this side before it, like it doesn't make its moves straightforward. It's kind of more elusive than that. So however that will fire up your energy, it is like connecting sort of in in difficult ways still to Gemini energy that we've got going on and it it does like you want to put energy into your home and into your family and into like mothering mothering yourself maybe being first a mother to your own self and see what parts of the mother you missed and see if you can provide that for your own little inner child that would be a really good way to use the energy. Also, like if your home needs energy, maybe you need to like reno something. Maybe maybe you need to paint. Maybe you need to do some sort of foundational work. Just any sort of energy put towards the home will be well used and keep that Mars energy harnessed and not just sort of flying off the handle and being irritable and bitchy and, and rude. I mean, that could happen too. Like when you just feel sort of uh, like you just, everything's irritating you and you want to go out into the forest and scream your head off, that might happen. And if you can get out to a forest and scream your head off, do it. Because I think now this Aries energy is going to be jacking us all up and we're going to feel a lot more like exercise is very important. You, you need to do anything that can help burn that energy, whatever works for you. Like there could be dancing and walking and, and boxing and CrossFit you want to do CrossFit, maybe you want to do that. There's just so many things you could do. Just don't hurt yourself. Just be conscious and grounded before you do anything so that you don't like rush off out into the world and roll your ankle. I think it's a very, very powerful week. Lots of stuff is going on. Really make your wishes and know that this, this month is just so powerful. So especially Tuesday the 21st, the new moon is exact at, at 9.01 a.m., and that would be, actually, that's not true. It's at 10.23 a.m. that the new moon is exact. The moon enters Aries at 9.01. That would be the time to 
really write down what you choose to create for the year. Also, it's a really great time to do a collage. If you, you know, draw, I like to draw the, the Bajwa, the nine, the Feng Shui map, and it covers nine different areas of your life. And that gives you a way to make sure that you're focusing on all the little intricacies of life and all the areas. You don't want to miss anything. You know, you don't want to miss your career or your relationships or your connection to creativity in your children or your wisdom and your learning. There's the abundance section. How, how does your relationship with money? What do you need to create in your exercise to your spiritual self? Like, what about your body? What are you doing for exercise? Be really thorough when you think of your whole life and what you need to do to implement change and what you're going to change because really we have the opportunity to be completely different people now, completely new us's. And that's fabulous. Like I could use it. <laughs> I could really use being a new me. I appreciate that you're back. I've, I've been on hiatus with this podcast since the end of November and I did end up getting my certification. So that was really an unexpected event that happened in my life that that changed everything. And I'm really grateful for it. And now I'm an official weather observer. So not only am I officially an astrologer and, and trying to figure out how the planets and the frequencies are affecting us so I can communicate that to you. Now I am also paying very, very close attention to what is going on with the weather. And oh my goodness, stuff is going on with the weather. So it is super interesting. I got home and it was like, it was really sad actually to leave the compound and not be fed really great buffet style meals three times a day and have none of the things of home to worry about. Cooking, cleaning, pets, partners, children. I was just like, I was just in such paradoxical joy of just having all the space around me and not having to worry about the mundane things of life to also being overwhelmed and like just completely just really overwhelm is the right word. Very distressed by all the information I, I needed to learn and retain to pass this course to have this job. So luckily I did make it through. I was able to pull together and memorize very, so many random tiny little tidbits of information. And I've been doing the job for three months now. And, and that like just being able to like slowly integrate all this learning has been great because I have so much more time to contemplate what I'm looking at so that I can describe it. And in the course, there was no time for contemplation, which I got moon and Mars conjunct Neptune. So I really do need time to contemplate and lounge around and things like that, which was completely taken away from me. So at the same time, I was given this other opportunity to have the space around me and discover a love of pineapple. Like it was served every morning for breakfast, one of the things. And I really discovered this really, like my, my taste buds just, like feel so joyful when I eat pineapple. So now I eat pineapple all the time. It's not even expensive in North America, like during the winter months. So it must be growing somewhere. And I learned that I could go back to my childhood and redo the painful parts of not feeling smart enough, not feeling competent. And my inner eight-year-old who always was always a Capricorn, is super happy about having this position, which is I have this special pass so that I can get into the tower. Like, it's just funny that these little things have made me happy, which I would have never guessed in a million years. So 
just that's a good thing to consider is just respect the unexpected. If an opportunity comes up, take it because that's the sort of energy like helping us shuttle in this new world that we're going to be living in. It's a very powerful time, a very changing time. And hopefully together we can keep track of all these changes and be able to at least have sort of an understanding of the frequencies that we are existing in as humans in this, this earth plane. It's pretty fascinating. I'd also like to let you know about an interesting opportunity to work with horses coming up in May. We will be using astrology and the energy of the healing horse herd to help people get in touch with their power. So it's an exciting opportunity. It's a one-day workshop held in person in Osoyoos, BC, which is really like Canada's little desert. Very beautiful, very cool place. So if you have any interest in something like that, I will leave information in the show notes. Thank you for coming back and listening. Even though I've been gone for three months, I super appreciate that. I'm all reoriented in my new position. And now I just have to reorient to talking about astrology again, which is very complex. There's a lot to talk about. So I think I've touched on the most important things for this week, and I will be back next week to share what's coming. Thanks again. And may you have a most blessed 2023. Happy New Year.